Hey, Prime members, you can listen to the CBS News Roundup ad-free on Amazon Music. Download the app today. This spring, if you'd rather spend time enjoying your lawn instead of trying to keep it alive, there's good news. True Green is the easiest and most affordable way to get a beautiful lawn. All you have to do is water and mow, and they'll do the rest. Weed control, fertilization, aeration, and even some things you might not even think of. They'll do all of it, while you can do literally anything else. With True Green, you can have your lawn looking as good as a putting green. That's not hyperbole. True Green is the official lawn care treatment provider of the PGA Tour. True Green offers a satisfaction guarantee, and they have a verified best price promise, which guarantees you the lowest price with no compromise on quality. You do you. Let True Green do your lawn care. Visit TrueGreen.com to get the best lawn at the best price with the best people guaranteed. Rethinking, reopening. The safest place for you is at your home. The president on the new COVID spread. You say the cases have jumped. Instead of saying, what a job we're doing with testing. Baseball is coming back. It will be a 60-game schedule. Good morning. I'm Deborah Rodriguez with the CBS World News Roundup. More than half the states in this country are scrambling to deal with a coronavirus comeback. Hospitalizations are up in at least 14 of them, including Texas. CBS's Maria Villarreal is in Dallas. We're concerned with the trajectory we see. We're Dr. Mark Boom is president of Houston Methodist Hospitals. He says the number of COVID patients hospitalized in that city has tripled since Memorial Day. If we don't all work together to bring this curve back down, yes, we're going to have a a challenging situation. And as the average rate of positive tests continues to rise, Governor Greg Abbott is urging Texans to stay home. Because the spread is so rampant right now, there's never a reason for you to have to leave your home. Texas is one of 26 states reporting an increase in average daily coronavirus cases compared to two weeks ago. Washington Governor Jay Inslee has imposed a mandatory mask requirement. The president isn't letting the virus stop his campaign plans. CBS's Weijia Jiang says he's back at the White House after rallying supporters in Arizona. Thousands of young people packed into a Phoenix church to see President Trump, who ignored the mayor's plea to follow city orders and set an example to residents by wearing a mask. And once again, the president described the virus with a racist slur. Kung flu. Speaking in Arizona, which hit a record high of over 3,500 reported new COVID-19 cases on Tuesday, Mr. Trump claimed the nation had turned a corner. We're doing so well after the plague. It's going away. Fans will be talking baseball again soon. MLB owners and players have finally agreed on implementing a 60-game season that'll begin next month. St. Louis Cardinals owner Bill DeWitt. No telling the extent of the damage. Sure, it wasn't helpful, but I do know that when baseball resumes... The talk changes from people fighting with each other to who's going to win the game. And that's what's fun about the game. That's why fans love it. The Louisville Police Department has fired an officer involved in Breonna Taylor's death. WLKY-TV's Rick Van Hoos. Acting Chief Rob Schroeder finalized the termination of Brett Hankison. The department determined he violated standard operating procedure for rules and regulations and use of deadly force. Hankison fired 10 shots in Taylor's apartment. Some ended up going into a neighbor's apartment. In his termination letter, Schroeder writes, I find your conduct a shock to the conscious. I am alarmed and stunned. You use deadly force in this fashion. Police were conducting a drug raid. The suspect they wanted was not in Taylor's apartment. Senate 
Senate Democrats are expected to block a Republican police reform bill today. CBS News correspondent Steve Futterman spoke exclusively with House Speaker Nancy Pelosi. They were trying to get away with murder, actually. The murder of George Floyd. The House Speaker criticizing a Republican police reform bill. Her comments were met with a sharp backlash. A Republican spokesperson called it disgusting. A deputy press secretary for the Trump campaign used even more direct language, accusing Pelosi of insufferable race baiting. Pelosi's deputy chief of staff responded, saying only a chokehold ban would have saved George Floyd's life. The GOP bill does not have a chokehold ban. Ahmaud Arbery's death has prompted Georgia lawmakers to pass a hate crimes bill. The state would no longer be among four in the nation without an anti-bias protection. In Washington, D.C. We're tearing this down. Crowds in Lincoln Park vowing to topple the emancipation statue erected in 1876 to honor President Lincoln. They say enslaved Americans had no say in how it was built. An update on a symbol of hate and NASCAR's only full-time black driver. CBS's Jerika Duncan. One day after NASCAR rallied around Bubba Wallace, the FBI concluded the incident was not a hate crime. The FBI said the noose hanging in Wallace's garage had been there since October 2019 and that no one was aware Wallace would be assigned to that garage station. A couple of incumbent Democrats in New York could be in trouble. Once absentee and mail ballots are counted in yesterday's primaries, political correspondent Ed O'Keefe. In one closely watched race, educator Jamal Bowman currently leads 16-term incumbent Elliot Engel, the chairman of the House Foreign Affairs Committee. Bowman has surged in recent weeks thanks in part to the increased attention on racial justice nationwide. Meanwhile, Congresswoman Carolyn Maloney, who represents part of Manhattan, she leads the House Oversight Committee and holds just a narrow lead over Suraj Patel, a younger liberal opponent that she defeated back in 2018. A former prosecutor is expected to tell Congress today the Justice Department gave Roger Stone unprecedented favorable treatment because he was a friend of the president's. CBS News legal analyst Jonathan Turley. This hearing is going to be the setting of a rather extraordinary event. It is exceptionally rare for trial prosecutors to be called to testify on the handling of a case that is still in the legal system and moving to an appeal. Stone was convicted of lying to Congress and sentenced to more than three years in prison. More advertisers are boycotting Facebook. Correspondent Peter King. The reason appears to be concerns about misinformation on protests against police brutality and racism. The social media site's failure to flag President Trump for putting out misleading statements as well. Eddie Bauer, Magnolia Pictures, Ben & Jerry's, Patagonia, The North Face, among companies that have pulled Facebook ads, at least temporarily. One media buyer tells the New York Times they may be forced to go back, however, because... They need to rebuild their businesses. The company that owns Dove Soap and Ben & Jerry's ice cream is under pressure to stop selling its skin lightening cream. I realized that the obstacle to obtain my dream job was my skin. Critics say Unilever's Fair and Lovely promotes the idea that light skin is more attractive than dark skin. An appeals court in Missouri has upheld a verdict that the talc in Johnson & Johnson's baby powder caused ovarian cancer in 22 women. That same court has also cut the total amount of damages in half to about $2.1 billion. 
At least four people are dead after yesterday's 7.4 earthquake that hit Mexico's Pacific coast. President López Obrador says there was no serious damage. Here's proof you can accomplish big things while you're stuck at home. Margaret Payne kept busy during her time in quarantine. The 90-year-old Scottish grandmother completed a major fundraising effort one step at a time. She climbed the staircase at her home 282 times, about 2,400 feet in all, or what it would take to reach the peak of Scotland's iconic Sullivan Mountain. It took her 73 days during the U.K.'s coronavirus lockdown. She raised $521,000 for the National Health Service and three other charities to show thanks for the care her late husband received. Pam Coulter, CBS News. Jimmy Kimmel's apologizing for wearing blackface in 1990s comedy sketches. Sometime at night, Paul Malone look up in sky and say... The ABC host says it's frustrating that what he calls thoughtless moments have become a weapon to diminish his criticisms of social and other injustices. And that's the World News Roundup. I'm Deborah Rodriguez, CBS News. If you like CBS News Roundup, you can listen early and ad-free right now by joining Wondery Plus in the Wondery app or on Apple Podcasts. Prime members can listen ad-free on Amazon Music. Before you go, tell us about yourself by filling out a short survey at Wondery.com slash survey. It was the biggest scandal in pop music. The stars of Milli Vanilli, the Grammy-winning multi-platinum R&B phenomenon, were exposed as frauds. But none of this was their idea. So whose idea was it? Enter German music producer Frank Varian. He saw the success of acts like Michael Jackson and Prince, and he wanted in, no matter the cost. So he devised the perfect pop heist. Two once-in-a-lifetime talents who were charismatic, full of sex appeal, and phenomenal dancers. The only problem? They couldn't sing. But Frank knew just how to fix that. Wondery's new podcast, Blame It on the Fame, dives into one of pop music's greatest controversies and takes a never-before-heard look at the exploitation of two young Black artists. Millie Vanilli set the world on fire, but when the truth came out, Rob and Fab were the only ones who got burned. Looking back now, it's hard not to wonder... Why did everyone blame them and not the man pulling the strings? Follow Blame It on the Fame, Millie Vanilli, on the Wondery app or wherever you get your podcasts. You can binge all episodes of Blame It on the Fame early and ad-free right now by joining Wondery Plus. Survivor 46 is here and so is On Fire, the only official Survivor podcast. And we have a twist this season. The winner of Survivor 45, D. Vyadaris, will be joining us every week. We're going behind the scenes of the biggest moments, the how and the why things happen, and the strategy and analysis you can only get from someone like me, a Survivor winner. Listen to On Fire, the official Survivor podcast, wherever you get your podcasts.